Thank you for coming today's reading of the Bible. Today, October 23rd, we are excited for this reading for usually every year we get so busy around this time we don't get to read this part of the Bible. Family running around, taking care of things, presents, visiting people. But here we go. Actually, Thanksgiving is coming up. And Hawaii. Let's go ahead and uh, pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today, Lord God, that you keep us safe in our travels. And you go before us, Lord, yes, Lord. to make a difference in our lives, Lord. May your glory be seen in all of our lives, Lord, on a daily basis, Lord. We welcome you, Lord, to be by our sides, Lord, today, as we read and study your word, please... <clears throat> Speak to us as we read through your word. Make it pertinent for our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Good morning, Anna. Good morning. Jeremiah 42 to 44, 23. Then all the guerrilla leaders, including Johanan, son of Kariah, and Jesaniah, son of Hoshaiah, and all the people from the least to the greatest approached Jeremiah the prophet. They said, Please pray to the Lord your God for us. As you can see, we're only a tiny remnant compared to what we were before. Pray that the Lord your God will show us what to do and where to go. All right, Jeremiah replied, I will pray to the Lord your God as you ask. And I will tell you everything he says. I will hide nothing from you. And then they said to Jeremiah, May the Lord your God be a, a faithful witness against us if we refuse to obey whatever he tells us to do. Whether we like it or not, we will obey the Lord our God, to whom we are sending you with our plea. For if we obey him, everything will turn out well for us. Ten days later, the Lord gave this reply to Jeremiah. Remember, ten days, that's important. So he called for Johanan, and son of Kariah, and the other guerrilla leaders, and for all the people from the least to the greatest, he said to them, You sent me to the Lord, the God of Israel, with your request, and this is his reply. Stay here in the land. If you do, I will build you up and not tear you down. I will plant you and not uproot you. For I am sorry about all the punishment I have had to bring upon you. Do not fear the king of Babylon anymore, says the Lord, for I am with you, and you will say and will save you and rescue you from his power. I will be merciful to you by making him kind, so he will let you stay here in the land. Wow. You ever hear the Lord say he's sorry? But if you refuse to obey the Lord your God, and if you say we will not stay here instead, we will go to Egypt, where we will be free from war, the call to arms and hunger. Then hear the Lord's message to the remnant of Judah. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army, the God of Israel, says. If you are determined to go to Egypt and live there, the very war and famine you fear will catch up to you and you will die there. That is the fate awaiting everyone of you who insists on going to live in Egypt. Yes, you will die from war, famine, and disease. None of you will escape the disaster I will bring upon you there. This is what the Lord of the heavens' armies, the God of Israel, says. 
Just as my anger and my fury have been poured out on the people of Jerusalem, so they will be poured out on you when you enter Egypt. You will be an object of damnation, horror, cursing, and mockery, and you will never see your homeland again. Listen, you remnant of Judah, the Lord has told you, do not go to Egypt. Don't forget this warning I have given you today, for you were not being honest when you sent me to pray for the Lord your God to you. You said, just tell us what the Lord our God says, and we will do it. And today I have told you exactly what he said, but you will not obey the Lord your God any better now than you have in the past. So you can be sure that you will die from war, famine, and disease in Egypt, where he, where you insist on going. When Jeremiah had finished giving this message from the Lord their God to all the people, Asariah, son of Hoshiah, and Johanan, son of Korea, and all the other group, proud men said, to Jeremiah, you lie. The Lord our God hasn't forbidden us to go to Egypt. Baruch, son of Neriah, was convinced, convinced you to say this because he wants us to stay here and be killed by the Babylonians and carry off into exile. So Johanan and the other guerrilla leaders and all the other people refused to obey the Lord's command to stay in Judah. Johanan and the other leaders took with them all the people who had returned from the nearby countries to which they had fled. In the crowd were men, women, and children, the king's daughters, and all of those whom Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the guard, had left with Gedaliah. <clears throat> the prophet Jeremiah and Baruch were also included. The people refused to obey the voice of the Lord and went to Egypt going as far as the city of Tapanes. Then at Tapanes, the Lord gave another message to Jeremiah. He said, While the people of Judah are watching, take some large rocks and bury them under the pavement stones at the entrance of Pharaoh's palace here at Tapanes. Then say to the people of Judah, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. I will certainly bring my servant Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, here to Egypt. I will set his throne over these stones that I have hidden. He will spread his royal canopy over them. And when he comes, he will destroy the land of Egypt. He will bring death to those destined for death, captivity to those destined for captivity, and war to those destined for war. He will set fire to the temples of Egypt's gods. He will burn the temples and carry the idols away as plunder. He will pick clean the land of Egypt as a shepherd picks fleas from his cloak. And he himself will leave unharmed. He will break down the sacred pillars standing in the temple of the sun in Egypt. And he will burn down the temples of Egypt's gods. This is the message Jeremiah received concerning the Judeans living in northern Egypt. In the city of Migdal, Tapanias, and Memphis, and in the southern Egypt as well. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. You saw the calamity I brought on Jerusalem and all the towns of Judah. They now lie deserted and in ruins. They provoke my anger with all their wickedness. They burn incense and worship other gods. Gods that neither they nor you nor any of your ancestors have ever known. Again and again I sent my servants, the prophets, to plead with them. Don't 
do these horrible things that I have hate so much. But my people would not listen or turn back from their wicked ways. They kept on burning incense to these gods, and so my fury boiled over and fell like fire on the towns of Judah and into the streets of Jerusalem, and they are still a desolate ruin today. And now the Lord, God of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, asks you, Why are you destroying yourself? Are not one of you will not one of you, for not one of you will survive, not a man, woman, or child among you. Who has come here from Judah, not even the babies in your arms? Why provoke my anger by burning incense to the idols you have made here in Egypt? You will only destroy yourself and make yourself an object of cursing and mockery for all the nations of the earth. Have you forgotten the sins of your ancestors, the sins of the kings and queens of Judah, and the sins you and your wives committed in Judah and Jerusalem? To this very hour you have shown no remorse or reverence. No one has chosen to follow my word and the decrees I gave to you and your ancestors before you. Therefore, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, I am determined to destroy every one of you. I will take this remnant of Judah, those who were determined to come here and live in Egypt, and I will consume them. They will fall here in Egypt. Killed by war and famine, all will die, from the least to the greatest. They will be an object of damnation, horror, cursing, and mockery. I will punish them in Egypt just as I punished them in Jerusalem by war, famine, and disease. Of that remnant who fled to Egypt, hoping someday to return to Judah, there will be no survivors. Even though they long to return home, only a handful will do this, will do so. Then all the women present and all the men who knew that their wives had burned incense to idols, a great crowd of all the Judeans living in northern Egypt and southern Egypt answered Jeremiah, We will not listen to your message from the Lord. We will do whatever we want. We will burn incense and pour out liquid offerings to the Queen of Heaven just as much as we like, just as we and our ancestors and our kings and officials have always done it in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. For in those days we had plenty to eat, and we were well off and had no troubles. But ever since we quit burning incense to the Queen of Heaven and stopped worshiping her with liquid offerings, we have been in great trouble and have been dying from war and famine. Besides, the woman added, Do you suppose that we were burning incense and pouring out liquid offerings to the Queen of Heaven and making cakes marked with her image? without our husbands knowing it and helping us? Of course not. Then Jeremiah said to all of them, Men and women alike, who had given him the answer, Do you think the Lord did not know that you and your ancestors, your kings and your officials, and all the people were burning incense to idols in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? It was because the Lord could no longer bear all the disgusting things you were doing that he made you your land an object of cursing, a desolate ruin without inhabitants as it is today. All these terrible things happened to you because you have burned incense to idols and sinned against the Lord. You have refused to obey him and have not followed his instructions, his decrees, and his laws. Wow. Amen. Can you read Jeremiah um, 
Today's study of Jeremiah, please. Uh, Jeremiah 42, 1-6, 43, 1-7. Johan and his tiny band came to Jeremiah for God's approval for their plan, of their plan, not for God's direction. Jeremiah gave them God's instructions to stay in Judah, but they wanted to go to Egypt and they refused to listen, even though they had promised with an oath that they would listen. <clears throat> We can often make the same mistake, seeking God's approval for the plans we've made rather than asking him what our plans should be. It is not good to make plans apart from God's guidance, and it's not good to pray unless we're willing to accept God's answer. The best approach of all is to ask God for guidance and be willing to trust him by doing whatever he says. Realize that God knows everything about your life, your circumstances, and your future, and he knows the best way for you to go. Trust him and look to him for his guidance and direction. Amen. Amen. It's uh, really interesting. Uh, I will pray to the Lord your God as you have asked, and I will tell you everything he says. And the thing the, the Holy Spirit is bringing to my attention is the proud man. You know, we we can take pride in God's accomplishments. In other words, uh, we you know the Lord gives us a plot of land. We plant beans and potatoes and everything, and then you know it was the Lord answering our prayer, and then we we become proud and um, and insistent and strong, so we don't think we need anything else. It says, and all the other proud men said to Jerome, "You lie." These guerrillas said, the Lord our God hasn't forbid us to go to Egypt. So all along, they were just curious, but they, they insisted on being proud and being on their own. And it's amazing that the, the, uh, the queen of heaven is the, same, is the same thing you have all over the Latin worlds, all over, you know, here and there, people. And, and, and it's amazing how they said that, uh, that we burn incense to them and our lives went well. You know, and uh, I'm not going to get into that. We don't, we're not, we're just going to, because of the sake of time, we don't know all the, we, but we do know that the Lord speaks to us today and there's only one God and he says, and you shall worship no other. It's very plain to see that it's an easy God and it makes it easy that he, he wants, what does God want? He wants mercy for us to love mercy, to love walking with his God. Justice. And to love justice, to be fair-minded, to, in very simple things, with, and walk with him. Micah 6.8. Micah 6.8. Amen. What does the Lord require of you? <laughs> it's really interesting that they dragged Jeremiah to Egypt. I remember reading it before, but I didn't see where they took Jeremiah also when they took all the people down with them they forced the people you know the little remnant that was there and they came to them they asked them to pray for us and then when they all decided all these gorillas they dragged everybody down to egypt and they took jeremiah and then all of a sudden everything that happened in jerusalem jeremiah is it's amazing my mind said wow the uh, babylonians were that strong to destroy all the the artifacts the gold to pick 
uh, Egypt clean of their enormous, you know, uh, nation that they went through and burned the pillars and destroyed all kinds of stuff. Well, you know, I think, like you said, they went to the trouble to take Jeremiah with them and they ask him, what is the word of the Lord? Okay, so he, and it says God answered 10 days later. Now you said there was something significant about that. What is it? The significant thing is that when we pray for God for something yes. and we want microwave instructions right, right away, 10 days is a long time to wait yes, it for is. us in today's thing. Yes. But if you really look at, at a calendar and you, and you write it down, this is my prayer, and you say, and you wait for God's answer, you get little indicators here and there, and you really have to be up in your game yes. to, to hear what God is saying, yes. you know? Sometimes when a, when something is repeated twice from two different sources, yes. you gotta you gotta you gotta ask yourself, would it hurt if I obey God's word on the instinct of the information that's coming? What would it hurt? Or by my being lazy, or am I being proud? You know, you just gotta ask yourself. Or impatient. You know, impatient. Impatient if God tells you. You know, get rid of this motorcycle like he did me. And I, I got rid of it right away. You know, I didn't require an engineering degree that says that God can see the future. And a couple of mechanics that, you know, they come up and told me stories of guys that had written and, and killed themselves with motorcycles. And so I figured that's enough warning for me, you know. And I got rid of the motorcycle, and the reason was is my relatives started borrowing the motorcycle and running crazy, just like I did. I said, man, I have no license. This is crazy. So I sold it. Good job. I was influencing bad with yes, having that right. motorcycle. Wow, good point. So I, I sold it. Good job, babe. For the same price I bought it for, of course. That's fine. <laughs> Thank God you got your money back. Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, one of the things that we... I can take away from this is that the Lord will tell you what to do and we don't obey. And then, and, and then what happens is the problems start to come up. You know, it may not happen overnight, but over a series of, of time, you will see the consequences to not obeying the Lord when he has been clear in, in his instructions to you. And um, can you give us an example, honey? Yeah, uh, before I got married, uh, for 25 years, I stayed in a relationship that wasn't going anywhere, mm -hmm. and and that caused me to be depressed. 25 years, for 20, 25 years, yeah. My god, so, practically married. So, anyway, that's an example of how <laughs> the Lord had showed me. The Lord had showed me, but I made my own way. So, I didn't know that. Had had I not, uh, I probably got got married a lot sooner. <laughs> the wrong, yeah, the wrong person, or whatever. Amen. Yes, we all do mistakes. Well, let's let's hurry up and not keep the people waiting. God bless you, everyone, for listening in. Another thing I wanted to point out real quick, like, is, uh, you know, the Lord says those assigned for death famine and those assigned for taken back as captivity you know there's people assigned for that situation 
And we, if we are assigned to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, make a big deal about it, you know. Put Scripture all over the wall and keep yourself sharp. You know, keep yourself on the things of God instead of man and problems and situations and anger. Keep the Word of God in your front of your loaf. We'll give you an example. We were watching uh, Season 2, Episode 6. Six of the chosen last night and Jesus tells Matthew he says keep this scripture before you because you're going to go into the world and do an assignment for God it says keep this scripture in the forefront of your so he wrote it down and he kept it and he kept saying it to himself as he went in there and he was successful but those words the presence of God is in a set of words folks yeah. the presence of God in his presence is nothing but safety, wisdom, stability, and saying the right things and being bold. So that's what we saw. I just wanted to encourage you. Don't let the devil keep you from watching The Chosen and preconceived ideas. The Chosen is on every language all over the world. It's on, on the Internet. Enjoy it. So... I wanted to add one more point to what I said. Okay, nice and loud, honey. Um, okay, so just one thing about this is they saw with their own eyes the destruction that came upon Judah, right? So, you know, I mean, they went to a prophet. The prophet gave them the truth and, and gave them an answer. And they said, hey, we'll do it. Okay. And then when they got the answer, they said, oh, no, you're lying. So, you know, just I thought that was quite interesting that they up front said, we will do what the Lord tells us. And then they, they said, no, yeah. you're lying. And, you know, after seeing it with their own eyes, you know, um, it's, just, it's just, um, I don't know. I don't understand that. Uh, you know, if, if I would have seen with my own eyes and then heard it from a, a prophet that's reputable, um, then um, I clearly, you know, I would even pray on my own and say, Lord, what is, your, what is your will for my life? Should I go to Egypt or should I stay here? Confirm your word, Lord, because the Lord will confirm his word for you if you ask him. You know, we, we, we have to, uh, you know, I had to learn this late in life is, is going to the Lord and, and asking him for direction, which way to go. So it's something, just get in the habit of doing that, you know, in your day-to-day, -day, even with small little things. What should I do first, Lord, you know, and so forth. So I just, I just, we also have to be careful in this time. You know, God has uh, sent his prophets, but we have to learn to discern the truth from who's speaking. It's, it's you know, learn to discern what the Lord is saying and then what... what and he will confirm that with you. It's Amen. Every and prophet is is perfect. You know, some are actually not speaking the word of the Lord. But in this time, we know Jeremiah was. They saw it. They asked him. And then they, you know, they made the wrong decision. But Amen. Anyway. Amen. Uh, thank you. I uh, just reminded me my next point, but I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> so let's go ahead. Let's keep on drumming here. The uh, New Testament would be. Thank you. It'll come back to me later. Yes. 
2 Timothy 2, 1 to 21. Timothy, my dear son, be strong through the grace that God has given you in Christ Jesus. You have heard me teach things that I have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. Endure suffering along with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Soldiers don't get tied up in the affairs of civilian life. For then they cannot please the officer who enlisted them. And athletes cannot win the prize unless they follow the rules. And hardworking farmers should be the first to enjoy the fruit of their labor. Thinking about what I'm saying, the Lord will help you understand all these things. Always remember that Jesus Christ, a descendant of King David, was raised from the dead. This is the good news I preach. And because I preach this good news, I'm suffering and have been chained like a criminal. But the word of God cannot be chained. Amen. So I'm willing to endure anything if it will bring salvation and eternal glory in Christ Jesus to those God has chosen. This is a trustworthy saying. If we die with him, we also live with him. If we endure hardship, we will reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. If we're unfaithful, he remains faithful. For he cannot deny who he is. Remind everyone about these things and command them in God's presence to stop fighting over words. Such arguments are useless and they can ruin those who hear them. Work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. Avoid Avoid worthless, foolish talk that only leads to more godless behavior. This kind of talk spreads like cancer. As in the case of the uh, Hymenaeus and Philetus, they have left the path of truth, claiming that the resurrection of the dead has already occurred. In this way, they have turned some people away from the faith. But God's truth stands firm like a foundation stone with this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his. And all who belong to the Lord must turn away from evil. In In a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver, and some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions, and the cheap ones are used for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for an honorable use. Your life will be clean and you will be ready for the master to use you for every good work. Amen. Good work. Amen. Amen. Let me, uh, sin and spiritual growth are never easy. Or let's say putting away sin and spiritual growth because they're everything you're, we are growing on a new habit and leaving an old habit behind when we get 
progress requires that we follow principles of discipline of faith on a daily basis. Like soldiers, we need to put aside the obstacles to our spiritual growth, our dependencies, our pursuit of pleasure, our denial. Like athletes, we need to follow the rules for healthy living. God's will for our lives, like farmers, we need to work hard, persevering through the tough times. If we follow these examples, God will work in us and help us win life's hard battles. He will reward us with understanding and a rich harvest of blessings. And thank you so much for the ones that are, are continue to come and listen to this podcast and listening to the Word of God. It's not our charisma, our character, or our witties that we try to emphasize. It's the Word of God that you honor, and we honor the Word of God, and you honor us because we're honoring the Word of God, and we bless you in the name of Jesus Christ that we lift up the Word. Amen. And we repeat ourselves a lot. <laughs> Let's see, Paul told Timothy to work hard to receive God's approval by diligently studying God's word to discover God's will for him and both his attitudes and actions. We cannot know God's will unless we know what the Bible says. Since since new habit is dependent upon our following God's will, we need to study his word to discover how God wants us to live and act. This will enable us to follow his instructions for rebuilding our broken lives. Paul's advice to Timothy is appropriate for us too. We need to run from the places and situations that are likely to tempt us. We should avoid tempting, spending time with people who will lead us to sin. Instead, we should be with people who will encourage us and support our progress in recovery and spiritual growth. If we don't have friends or activities that support our recovery, our our new development of new habits, we need to seek out and get involved in a community of godly and supportive people. Amen and amen. And there's always CODA. There's always Elanon, even Overeaters Anonymous. They honor God going in and honor God going out and it's a wonderful community of of concerns and healing and development i myself go to two of these 12-step programs as you know i go to alanon and i run meetings in alanon and i run meetings in 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 aa and i do spanish aa thank you <laughs> okay um i just want to point out at the beginning and in some of these uh, openings with Timothy is Paul is encouraging him to, you know, he speaks about the grace of Jesus. Okay. And he says here for him to be strong through the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus. That is one of the ultimate uh, benefits that Jesus brought for us. Well, Jesus is grace, but the scripture in John says, um, grace and truth the law came from Moses, but grace and truth came from Jesus Christ. Okay, so one thing we can be assured of when we are, um, you know, when you're, you know, some, somebody feeds you the wrong uh, doctrine or whatever, or you're listening to something, is make sure that it's got Jesus in it and it's all about his grace because he has sufficient grace for all of us uh, in every situation so when you need that strength, you go to Jesus and you say, Jesus, I need your supply of strength for my day. Um, 
So grace is available to us in abundance. You know, in the scripture, Romans 5.17 says, uh, those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life. So when you receive it, you receive Jesus and his righteousness. You know that you've been made right. You don't you don't have any condemnation. You know that you have an inheritance. You know that everything is well amply amp, amply supplied for your life on this earth. And um I just want to point that out because down here it says something. Um so so Paul here is is standing up for the truth and he doesn't mind being chained because he says the word of God is not chained. So he will endure because it's going to bring glory to God in some capacity. And it all he also says, uh, work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive his approval. That's the only person we want to receive approval from. We don't need approval from our mother-in-law, our sister-in-law, our uh, nephews, our nieces, we don't, even our mother and father, we don't need their approval. We need God's approval. And the way we do that is by, you know, knowing the truth in his word, you know, and, and, and spreading the good news, you know. Um, but anyway, getting back to my point, it says, um, be a good worker, one, and one who's not, does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. Okay. And it seemed that there was, um, people that were uh giving um the wrong the wrong truth that caused people to believe differently it's i just i think i read it here somewhere i, I can't find it right now but um Do yeah we... it says remind everyone about these things and command them in god's presence to stop fighting the words oh no no that's not what the part um anyway it was i thought i had read something to the effect that it would you know by not providing the good news and the truth that um, it's caused people to to believe differently. And uh, one thing is that the good news means good news. It is good news. Oh, this part about, always remember that Jesus Christ, a descendant of King David, was raised from the dead. This is the good news I preach. Okay? So, um, that's the good news. He's He's got your back. He's forgiven your sins. Um, you're, you know, follow him and he will guide you as he goes. But the good news is he's come to heal. The good news, he's come to provide for you. The good news, he's come to heal you. The good news is he's come to, um, heal to us, heal, heal me, us. heal me individually. Yes. <clears throat> Amen. I love it. You brought out a good point. You give me a chance to catch my breath. Thank you. Right here on verse 19, but God's truth stands firm like mm -hmm. a foundation stone with mm -hmm. this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his, period. You know, you got to find out if that person is just there for for the social aspect or for the, or, or they're from, sent from the enemy to cause division. Okay, all who belong to the Lord must turn away from evil, period. That's the word of God, guys. All who belong to the Lord must turn away from evil. And what's evil? Uh, anything that is destructive, that is not kind, justice, effective. You know what evil is. If you see somebody uh, messing around with evil, of course you're not going to go hang around with that person. Uh, the, uh, the study says, Paul urges Timothy not to argue over unimportant details, but to hold strongly to the core teachings of the Christian faith. 
and to teach these truths to trustworthy people who would pass them on to others. False teachers were spreading conflict and division by meaningless quibbling. At the same time, core tenets of the faith were being undermined, like the physical resurrection of the body. Timothy needed to teach the word of God faithfully, not get sidetracked by controversies, but focus on sound doctrine. When we find ourselves mirrored in this disagreement, it's important to determine whether the issue is central or peripheral. In important areas of Christian teaching, we must carefully resolve our disagreements, but bickering over minor matters only provokes conflict and division. Consistent and diligent study of God's Word is vital. Letting God's Word establish what's most important will help us to avoid being divided over minor issues. It will also help us to find common ground on the major issues. Most importantly, listen to God's will help us to cultivate listening to God will help us to cultivate love for fellow believers even amid disagreements. Amen. I may add that I've been commenting from the New Living Testament uh writers on their on their recovery Bible and their New Living three sixty five Testament. Thank you. All right, let's go ahead and finish off with the uh, Psalm 92. Thank God for what he has done for you and praise him for establishing his kingdom. Amen. Would you like to take that? Lord, we thank you that what you have done for us. And Lord, we praise you for this time that we have and for establishing your kingdom in our hearts and our minds. For your glory and your honor in Jesus' name. Amen. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning, your faithfulness in the evening, accompanied by a ten-stringed harp and the melody of the lyre. You thrill me, Lord, with all you have done for me. I sing for joy because of what you have done. O Lord, what great works you do, and how deep are your thoughts. Only a simpleton will not know. And only a fool would not understand this. Though the wicked sprouts like weeds <clears throat> and evildoers flourish, they will be destroyed forever. But you, O Lord, will be exalted forever. Your enemies, Lord, will surely perish. All evildoers will be scattered. But you have made me as strong as a wild ox. You have anointed me with the finest oil. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the defeat of my wicked opponents. But the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon. For they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. They will declare, the Lord is just. He is my rock. There is no evil in him. The Lord is just. He is my rock. There is no evil in him. Say that with me. Say, the Lord is just. He is my rock. There is no evil in him. Amen. The Lord is king. He is robed in majesty indeed. The Lord is robed in majesty and armed with strength. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. Your throne, O Lord, has stood from time immemorial. 
You yourself are from the everlasting past. The floods have risen up, O Lord. The floods have roared like thunder. The floors have lifted their pounding waves. But mightier than the violent raging of the seas, mightier than the breakers on the shore, the Lord above is mightier than ease. Your royal laws cannot be changed. You reign, O Lord. Your reign, O Lord, is holy forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Woo, that was beautiful. Okay. Proverbs 26, 3, 5. Yes? Yes. I was going to read Proverbs 26. Go ahead, baby. Uh, Proverbs 26, 3, 5. Guide a horse with a whip, a, a donkey with a bridle, and a fool with a rod to break his back. Don't answer the foolish arguments of fools, or you will become as foolish as they are. There it is. Be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools, or they will become wise in their own estimation. Be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools. Okay, I'm a little confused. I'm sorry. That, that's, where, that's where the Amplified is good. What, what, what it's saying is, are you going to uh, talk peripheral, agree with them with their nonsense, or are you going to go into the, 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 the main uh, root of the statement that the foolish person says? Okay, you know, don't answer the foolish men arguments of fools, or you'll become as foolish as they are. But answer the foolish arguments of fools. You know, uh, you have to come up with an answer that's intelligent and undermines the foolish person's statement and puts them on the... Facts. And become wise in their own estimation. Facts and the word. Yeah, and usually it's, it's, it's the sin, you know. Um, you you mentioned the word break his back. Is that what it says on your? Yeah, uh, with a rod. Uh, uh, get bridle horse with a whip, a donkey with a bridle, and a fool with a rod to his back. Okay, not a broken back, a rod to his back. It's really interesting that even in the other places it says, even if you hit a fool a thousand times, he will not change his foolishness. Mm, interesting. You know, so. Uh, Sometimes you just got to know when to not go there, I guess. And so it's the same thing with the arguments. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're going to go one argument after right. another, and then mm -hmm. you're wasting your time trying to convince a person that's... Right. Amen. All right, well, let's go ahead and finish up. And if we have been foolish, we say, Thank you, God, for my foolishness. I give it over to you. Fix me, Lord. Fix me that I will become wise like your word says that I can. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Honesty is the best policy when it comes to foolish acts and thinking with the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you pray us out, honey? Hold on. Jesus, thank you for the people that are listening. We thank you for blessing them, Lord. We thank you for your word, which is the truth that was spoken. We pray that you would seal it and that um, we will grow like palm trees from, from this point on, Lord God, and that we will learn to obey your instructions. See first, Lord, we, that we learn to um, obey your, your instructions uh, as you guide us, Lord. And we know that, that you are our counsel and you are our king. And Father, we thank you. You, Daddy, you know what's best for us. So bless this word. Bless this day. 
And we thank you for your word, which is powerful and alive to the dividing of the bone and the marrow. So we thank you that your truth, Jesus is our grace and Jesus is our truth. And we hold on to those, that Jesus is the resurrection and he's the life. In Jesus' name, amen.